Hello, loyal Raising Rare listeners. We appreciate that you are continuing to follow and support us. Unfortunately, one of our team has had a health issue come up, and he is critical to our production. We have not gone anywhere and plan to be back with new episodes soon. In the meantime, we thought you might want to go back and listen to one of our earlier episodes. We are fortunate to have help, so I think it's very important to ask for help. I don't know if everyone's going to have the support of grandparents. It's not always the case. Getting another caregiver is very important. I don't think parents can focus 100% on the kid as well as make progress towards treatment at the same time. It's, it's just not humanly possible. My name is Kevin Fryert. My 30-year career at Pfizer gave me the chance to learn about the many facets of drug discovery and development. When I retired, I started Salem Oaks to help patients, parents, and caregivers understand the world of biopharmaceutical R&D so that they can be more effective partners and shape the future of medicine. On Raising Rare, we are bringing you the story of a young father whose son has an ultra-rare disorder known as Sedegatian type bondial metaphysial dysplasia or SSMD. Each episode, we will find out what is going on in the life of Sanath and his son Raghav. We will talk about Raghav's growth and development, ongoing and upcoming research, and the challenges and adventures that raising a child with a nearly unknown condition brings. Subscribe to the Raising Rare podcast to hear the story unfold. stronger team we we always work well together i've known sanat uh, for several years now so we we are we knew that we can work together which is why we got married in the first place uh, but because of you know whole ragav situation we we've become a much stronger team uh, so that's a plus side but i also have to talk about the uh, you know bad side which is we become a lot impatient with each other there are times when anyway, like don't talk to me or don't share anything with me right we it, that happens a lot as well so yeah we, there are unexpected changes to our relationship but it's not as bad uh, i think uh, there's a lot of positive sides than uh, the negatives and we have also learned to work it's called decentralized command the the idea is that you know we we know what goal we should reach let's say we have to go work with our with our house contractor to get something done we'll we'll plan the day we'll, we'll plan all the end results out first and then both of us will not even have time to talk uh, but we will reach both those act- both those end goals and, and and make decisions in in the middle that'll that'll be aligned to both of our thinkings so uh, we've sort of come to a mechanism of working where we can actually make decisions independent of each other but it'll still be in line with what we would make if we were talking to each other i think that's called trust we trust each other a lot if sanat makes a decision for raga i know it's it's the right thing not just for raga anything with respect to our life uh, i know it's the right thing so even though i'm unhappy with few things i i let it go because i i'm sure he would have made the right choice there and so what do you guys like to do to 
give each other space. When you're getting impatient, do you have other friends or family or other people that you can go hang out with, talk to without each other? We do have a very trusted uh, family who is our friend. They are uh, friends back, back from college. They live in California. They are people who get to hear all our problems uncensored. We don't smile in front of them. So they, they help us going. What about the relationship with the rest of your family? So you just mentioned some close friends. I think you said they were family in California, but, but the rest of your extended family, how has it changed the way you relate to them? Everyone has a shared goal now. That's what I keep going back to. So uh, Raghav's grandparents are with us. So uh, my parents come here for six months and then Sanat's parents are here. So then we always have, you know, two people here in addition to us who are looking after Raghav. You know, when we are doing this podcast, when we are doing other things, they're, they're the ones who are taking care of Raghav. The thing that has worked is all of us having the shared responsibility that we are working towards finding a treatment for Raghav. I think with that in mind, everyone's flexible. They understand when we are not there to take care of Raghav. We can trust them to do the right things for Raghav when, you know, with therapies or giving him the medications at the right time. Overall, it has increased the trust and purpose of working together that's, uh, that's, uh, that's come together for our family with, with respect to grandparents, I mean. They really understand us, give us space to take care of other things while they hold down the fort for us. Yeah, I, 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 keep, I, I keep jokingly saying this is like the International Space Station where you can't stay for more than six months. You have to come here and, and by, by around the four or five month mark, you get burnt out and then, and then we have to recycle the crew. <laughs> yeah, it's, and uh, we can see that, you know, the, for, the, for the first three months, uh, grandparents are really enthusiastic. They're with their grandson. They see him making progress. And then you start hearing things like, I'm depressed. I think I'm having a backache. Um, you know, I don't like being stuck in this house. So you start hearing all that. So it's not just Raghav that we manage. We also manage the emotions of the grandparents. Make sure they get the breaks they deserve. Everyone's a human being, right? So we, we take them out. We, we let them deliberately go for walks. We let them talk to their family uh, from India, the people who they want to. They have stupid you know, TV shows run, which we really hate, <laughs> but, you know, they watch those. I mean, so we, we all try and give each other space to make sure we can function in this really stressful environment without saying words like stressed, depressed, and whatever thing. We have very strict rule about not saying anything negative in this house, because, you know, if one person is let down and they're emotional, it affects all of us, every single person in the house. So we are really careful uh, about what we talk and how we react to a situation. And it's by we, it's not just me and Sanat, every, even the grandparents at home. Even Raga. So we run a very tight ship here. <laughs> so I wondered if you have any advice to give to other couples. And I'm thinking at first, you know, couples who have a child with a rare disease, but actually maybe just for other couples in general. You're learning things very uh, intensely that other couples may not get opportunity to learn. We are fortunate to have help. So I think it's very important to ask for help. I don't know if everyone's going to have the support of grandparents. It's not always the case. Getting another caregiver is very important. I don't think parents can focus 100% on the kid as well as make progress towards treatment at the same time. It's, it's just not humanly possible. 
So asking for help, being vulnerable is also very important. You know, if you're going to shield yourself and not tell to the world what's going on in your life, you're not going to get that help. So those are kind of intertwined. It's important to be vulnerable and transparent so you can help get the help that you need to keep making progress. So that's, that will be my tip. And it's, a, it's an acquired learning too. We decided for, for the first time to share Raghav's diagnosis and story to the world. Because until then, we, we kept telling him that, you know, he's just delayed. He'll, he'll eventually catch up and stuff like that. But we, when we first decided to share our story, we wrote the blog post and, and the story read very true and vulnerable. And we, we all had the questions of, you know, should we actually share the story? Because, you know, we, it's not just on Facebook, but even when you talk to another person in your family or your close friend circle, you always want to portray the picture of, oh, yeah, everything is going fine. How's it going? It's fantastic. Can't be any better, right? But when, think, when, when the reality is, is things are very different. And so when, when we first shared our story, that's when we vulnerable, we, we asked for help. And I think since then, we've not looked back. We've asked for help from, from scientists. We've asked for, asked for help from industry leaders. Uh, we've asked for help from you. So we've, asking for help and being vulnerable has been always the, I think, the, the best learning to have. And it, 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 it translates to, you know, asking for help during, in, in your relationship or asking for help in your, in your family or, or, or anything, anything, anything like that. So it's a skill uh, to, to learn. Good advice. I really appreciate your willingness to open up and talk about the personal side of your rare situation. Is there anything else you'd like our listeners to take away? I think I'd say appreciate the day. Appreciate the fact that you have 24 hours. Sometimes we don't realize that we have so much time in our hand that can actually, I mean, basically that's the only resource we have in our hand. Um, to convert into anything productive, right? Like you're all given 24 hours. It's, it's a resource that you can take and convert it to something productive. It's like, it's like gas, right? You have, you have gas in your tank, which means you can burn the gas and go from place to place. You can, you can either just you know, wander around without purpose, or you can go to something that is very important for you or something that is important for others. Okay, Rambia, what would you like to say? I was, I mean, I'd say what I thought Sanat was going to say. Uh, so appreciating each day is definitely important. Uh, when you asked about what fears you have for Raga, my fear is losing him. So I appreciate every single minute I spend with him. So I think it's uh, very important to not lose sight of what is in front of you, thinking about what's going to come or whatever. It's, it's very important to appreciate the day today. If you want to hear more about our story, please subscribe to Raising Rare at RaisingRare.fm. Tell your friends and family about us too and have them listen to our story and share it with others. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to our story and sharing it with others. To keep our podcast coming and to help raise funds for research, please consider making a donation to CureGPX4.org. If you'd like to follow Raghav's story, please subscribe to Raising Rare 